James McFadden and Roth Motorsports bounce back at Lawrenceburg. Cole Macedo makes more friends and more from a holiday Monday of dirt racing. Let's go. It's Tuesday, May 30th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Monday night at Lawrenceburg with the World of Outlaws was pretty wild, and we've got no lack of things to talk about today around the event. Besides James McFadden winning and getting some redemption, which I'll get to in a bit, I think the other big takeaway was some of the moves and the decision-making through last night's feature. If you haven't seen the videos yet today, the standout incident from the night involved Cole Macedo and Bill Rose. Just 10 laps into the race, Macedo was battling with Logan Schuhart inside the top 10 when the two came upon the lap car of Bill Rose. Rose tried to stay low down the backstretch, but Macedo went lower to try and go around him, and then on corner entry tried to come back up the racetrack. The only problem was Rose was still there. So as you can imagine, right rear to left front never goes well, and this case was no different. Both went for huge tumbles, Shoe, uh, Logan Schuhart was caught up in the mix. And it was tough to see on Dervision exactly what played out, but thanks to several different views of the crash floating around on social media, including onboard footage from Shuhart, we got a good look at what happened. And I grabbed the video from Shuhart's Twitter account. I've slowed it down a little bit, and as I play it here, watch up in the top left corner. You'll see the white car of Rose, and then you'll see the car of Macedo. So as you can see down the backstretch here, you can see Macedo come across Bill Rose's nose. He starts to spin, hits Shuhart, and then you can see the tumbling car of Macedo. And then it lands on the hood of Shuhart's car. Pretty wild stuff there in that video. Now, if you want to see the full video, it's available over on Shuhart's Twitter account. I will link to it below. Afterwards, as you might expect, Rose was none too pleased with the way Macedo raced him, and he had to be restrained by a pair of World of Outlaws officials. Both guys were done for the night, while the work area did do a hell of a job to get Shuhart back into the race after uh, Macedo's flipping car landed on him, destroying both his front and top wing. This was the second time in three weeks that Cole Macedo was involved in an incident where another driver tried to go after him in response to his driving. If you might remember, Chase Johnson landed a bunch of blows before NARC series officials broke that one up. And then Rose was obviously unsuccessful last night. His reputation seems to be growing and not in a good way. Shuhart posted his onboard footage to Twitter saying, quote, Bill had every right to be mad, unquote. Shuhart was also quoted in a tweet from Dirtvision saying, uh, well, you got a Macedo that does what Macedos do, turn right on the straightaway and hit Bill Rose, and I just happened to be there. So that's what happened. That's unfortunate. And I think the outlaws should be like hockey sometimes, and they should have just let Bill Rose go punch him, unquote. Uh, uh, look at Shuhart there, not mincing words about the situation with Cole Macedo. The aggression level in these races continues to be really high, and we were lucky that nobody was hurt last night. And on top of this incident, we also had Spencer based and throwing an absolutely massive slider that never had a chance later on in the feature. He went into turn three, tried to clear both a lap car and Brad Sweet. The move got him ahead of the lapper, but not Sweet, and Baston ended up pounding the outside wall, just narrowly missing the Napa 49. And I'm sure Donnie Schatz wasn't pleased with a move Baston put on him a few laps before. The second full-time outlaw season hasn't been a walk in the park for Baston, and you have to wonder if some pressure to perform is affecting him right now. He hasn't won in nearly a year and hasn't led laps since September 23rd last year at Eldora. And last night's 21st place finish certainly won't help out his cause. 
Out front, it was a big night for James McFadden. Like I said, that team was still trying to get their feet back under them following that big penalty for the failed tire test after Peevely. They were briefly off the Outlaw Tour, but now they're back, and last night's victory will be a huge momentum boost for them. P2 in qualifying, second in their heat. They drew the pull for the dash and then uh, led every lap in the feature. From what I heard, J-Mac was not super thrilled about returning to the Outlaws full-time after what transpired, but he was beaming in victory lane last night, uh, had his son Mav with him and the whole thing. Joining him on the podium were Carson Macedo and Rico Abreu. The second for Macedo means he's pulled even with Brad Sweet for the series points lead headed to River Cities, while David Gravel is only eight more points back. The third from Rico was his sixth straight top five run with the Outlaws, and he continues to have a career year with Ricky Warner on the wrenches. The Outlaws are back in action on Friday. There's no big, uh, big time sprint car racing today, but things get busy again tomorrow. Uh, High Limit is headed for Tri-City Speedway in Illinois. They have not posted an entry list yet, but we will do a full preview on tomorrow's show. I would imagine we'll see another big field of sprint cars. Over the weekend, I did get High Limit added to the analytics section at DirtTracker.com. All four races so far are in the database. That includes the three races we've had this year, plus last year's Lincoln Park show. Uh, It comes along with the full complement of stats and analysis. I'll help us dive a little bit deeper into some of these races. And I'll share some stuff on the show tomorrow. There's some interesting things that have kind of played out in some of these races. Uh, But you can check that section out over at dirttracker.com slash analytics slash high limit. Before we move on, make sure you hit that like button on these videos and subscribe to the channel. Both things are free for you and they help the show out. We're currently at around 17 and a half thousand subscribers. My goal for the year is to get to 25K. With all the people that tune in regularly, that should be pretty easy, I think. Uh, This month, we've had nearly 140,000 folks watch at least one video, so we need a very small percentage of those guys to uh, subscribe to get to the goal, but that's my goal for the year 25K. In other racing from uh, Monday, Matt Shepard put an absolute beatdown on the Super Dirt Car Series at Lebanon Valley. He started on the pole, led all 100 circuits to score more than $13,000 and a guaranteed starting spot in the feature for Super Dirt Week later this year. I like that they do that, that they put these... uh, you know, these guaranteed feature starting spots on the line at some of these races adds just a little bit something extra. Mike Mahaney and Andy Bacchetti joined Shepard on the podium. Points leader Matt Williamson had his four race win streak broken. He ended up the night down in eighth. Big blocks are back in action in a few weeks at Albany, Saratoga and Airborne. At Houston's last night, Garrett Williamson bagged his first sprint car win at the track, topping Carson McCarl and Sunday's winner Casey Kame. I believe I heard it was uh, just Garrett's uh, third start at Houston's. He took the lead before halfway and never looked back. It's important to note, I think, here, the High Bank Nationals take place at Houston's here later in June, coming up in about three weeks. Uh, And you have to think some guys will try and get up there for some of these Sunday races to start working on a package for that event. The finale pays an incredible $250,000 to win. It certainly won't hurt a guy like Brad Sweet to have his boss and KKR teammate at Houston's gathering info, especially with this new sprint car tire. The sprint car season will continue to ramp up in the coming weeks. A lot of money on the line as we get into the summertime. Uh, That's a wrap on today's show. Uh, If you're curious about what's on the streaming services today, don't forget to check out the daily streaming schedule over at DirtTracker.com. Hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.